This is the Commercial Property Cashflow Blueprint Podcast. Big Cashflow Property Secrets from retired Byron Bay surfing fanatic and commercial property expert, James Dawson. Hi, it's James Dawson here from commercialrealestateinvesting.com.au. I get lots of questions from people asking me about how to use their equity from their home loan, if they've got available equity, to buy a commercial property and what the results could be like. Well, the best way to look at this is by way of example. And really, the biggest thing with commercial property, there's a couple of points before I lead into the example, is that commercial property is driven by the numbers. So it's actually quite easy to work out, even by looking at online ads, how much positive cash flow you could get from a commercial property. So you can sort of dip your toe into the research side of things fairly easily. And also, I never ever buy anything that wouldn't be positive cash flow from the get-go, as that pretty much defeats the purpose of commercial property investing in my mind. Now, obviously, there's a number of things that you need to take into account when you're looking to use equity. And the first one is, of course, that let's say you had $100,000 equity and your home loan rate is, say, 4.5%. Obviously, if you draw down eighty dollars or $100,000 of that equity to use as a deposit, you're going to be paying 4.5% interest on that money. So you need to allow for that in the scheme of things. When I look at commercial property investments, I always base the numbers on borrowing 100% of the money, including the stamp duty and legal fees for that property, so that I get a true rate of return and a true calculation of the positive cash flow that's going to come into my bank account from the day of settlement. So that's very, very important to bear that in mind as well. Let's say, for example, you were going to use $100,000 and you wanted to make a bit of an allowance, obviously, for stamp duty, etc. Now, I'm just going to use rough numbers here just to give you an indication of what you could buy and what positive cash flow a property could generate. Let's say you had $100,000 equity in your home and you were looking at a commercial property that you could borrow, say, 70% on, so you're going to use the balance uh, of the 30% coming from your equity home loan, that would let you buy a property up to say $280,000. And if you found a property that was returning say 7.5% net, and there's lots of these online once you know how to look for them, after you've made all payments on both loans, that is the equity loan from your home and the new commercial property loan on the balance, plus all outgoings and costs of running that property are taken out, that property would generate about $7,500 a year positive cash flow. Certainly much better than a $280,000 residential property, that's if you could actually find one. And that's another point here that I'd like to mention is that the starting point for commercial property can be very, very low, much lower than even a one bedroom or a bed sit apartment in Sydney. In fact, you can find office investments in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, for as low as $150,000, $160,000 if you look hard online. But let's uh, move to the next part of the example. If you're able to borrow 80% of the commercial property, and lots of lenders now, if the commercial property is under a million dollars, are lending up to 80% for commercial properties, and you're still using that $100,000 thereabouts to fund your deposit, 
you could most likely buy a property up to about $400,000, $420,000. And if you found one that was returning 7.5% net, you could look to be getting about $11,000 a year positive cash flow. That's after all repayments are made. I'm using an interest rate on both these uh, examples for the commercial loan of 5% and say 4.5% for your home equity loan. Now obviously if you've got $100,000 in cash, you'll be getting the benefit of that as well. So your positive cash flow will boost again. And in that example, uh, if you're getting 7.5% net return on the property, you would be looking to get not only $11,000, but about $18,000, something like that, in positive cash flow. So it's quite a substantial amount of positive cash flow that certainly could replace a part-time job. And in that low price range or starting point range of you know three to $400,000, there's plenty of properties around. You just really need to know how to look for the properties and how to analyze the numbers. And one of the other points here that I'd like to make too is that uh, most residential investors get sort of a little bit emotionally involved in the investment. And with commercial property, because it's based on the numbers, you really can have ice water in your veins when you're buying these properties and really look to get a great deal because you're basing all your calculations solely on the numbers. You're not uh, fussed about you know nice bathrooms, etc. Obviously, location and tenant, all those things come into play, and you need to know how to really investigate you know how good the tenant is, how good the location is uh, before you buy. You need to really make sure you're doing your due diligence thoroughly on these style of properties. Once you learn how to do that, it's quite easy to find some great properties online. Now the other part of the question that I often get is, how quickly could you create equity in these style of properties? Now what I always do when I'm looking to buy a commercial property is look for hidden upsides in that property so that I can get a greater than average increase in equity. And in some cases you could get five to 10 years normal growth in one year by buying the property at the correct price or a great price that other people haven't been able to see or negotiate. Now, I'll just give you a little tip, just one simple method of finding an upside, and there's many, many, many upsides that you can engage in these style of properties. Sometimes, of course, depending on the style of property in the first place, but one simple one is buy a property that has been sold to you and it's actually got a lower than market rent. So once you increase that rent, and there's a couple of easy methods to do that, all driven by the lease, once you're able to increase that rent, because the value of commercial property is pretty much driven by the rental income, you're then able to increase the value of the property, and instead of just getting normal capital growth, say at the rate of the CPI for that year, you may end up getting two, three, or five years growth in one year. So obviously from that, you're able to perhaps refinance that property and then get some money from that property ready for a deposit for your next commercial property. So you're then getting the benefit of this sort of compounding interest effect uh, enabling you to buy a couple of properties in still in very cheap price range if that's uh, where you want to be, a very low starting point so that you can really propel your investment in commercial property quite quickly. So let's say you started with $100,000 and you're able to create an extra fifty dollars or $60,000 equity in that first property, say within 12 or 18 months, 
Uh, of course, there's other methods of increasing the equity. It's uh, not a lot, enough time to go into that here. But you could then look for perhaps a smaller property. It might be something that's around $250,000, a smaller commercial property for the next one, and do the same thing all over again. Essentially, it's sort of rinse and repeat once you know the format of how to do it. So I hope you found this little podcast interesting. Look forward to the next one. James Dawson signing off.